We live in a world where there is always a new platform, a new social media app, something new to leverage for our business. And sometimes that can feel really scary. And while I don't recommend trying to do it all, right? Don't be on every single social media platform. I do think that when something comes up that catches your interest, even if you're starting from scratch on that platform, it's worth trying out. So this podcast episode is going to be all about how to start from scratch on a new platform, whether that's a social media platform or something different, growing an audience and eventually leveraging it to grow your business. I'm going to talk about my new business endeavor, which as a little hint, it's not yoga related, but it is something that I am completely starting from scratch. So if this interests you, stick around and we're going to get into it. Welcome to the Yoga Biz Podcast, the number one podcast for bite-sized business advice for yoga teachers. If you're just getting started building out a marketing and business plan for your yoga business, you're in the right place. Now, before we get started, make sure you head down to the show notes and download my free content planning and strategy training with a free template. And make sure you hit subscribe on wherever you're listening to this podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. All right, everyone, welcome back. It's Meg here. And if I'm being honest, I have not recorded a podcast episode in quite a while. I batch record all my episodes and I just happened to batch record like a whole month's worth of content last time. So I'm sitting in front of my podcasting microphone for the first time in a while. I also have a lot of soreness in my muscles because I've been teaching way more classes in person lately, which feels great. But I honestly wish y'all could see my setup right now. It is really funny. I have like tea, a candle, a blanket, a bolster. Like I I am so propped up. You would think I am in a restorative yoga class right now, (laughs) but I want to talk about something really important. And that is starting from scratch, being a beginner, doing something new. And this is relevant to my new yoga teachers, the ones who are like, okay, I'm going to do this yoga business thing. I'm starting from scratch and that's scary. And it's also for my practiced yoga teachers who know that there's another platform out there that they would like better, that you could leverage in your business that would feel a little bit better. A lot of us are moving away from just Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, like the, the social media platforms that we are kind of told through some like secret messaging out there in the business world that we need to be on. And moving on to new platforms like Pinterest, like YouTube, like Insight Timer, all these other platforms that I talk about on this podcast all the time. But something that I feel that is really, really important to continue saying to all of you is that I will never tell you that you have to be on a certain platform. I will never, ever, ever be that person who's like, you have to be doing this, you have to be doing that. The one exception to that, (laughs) the one exception to that is that I do think every business needs an email list. Um, But there are ways around that as well if you really don't like email. But that is the one caveat to that rule. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive in. So the first thing I want to say is that I have started a new business endeavor and it has been the most humbling experience. It's something local to the area that I live in. It's not yoga related, but it has allowed me to revisit the beginner mindset in a brand new way. Because I know that when I come up here on this podcast and I say to you all, you know, send a message, send an email to your list, post something to Instagram, post something to Facebook, post the pin. You all are like, Meg, that's easy for you to say. You have thousands and thousands of people looking at your content. It's way, 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 way harder to create content to what feels like an empty room. 
when you're starting from scratch and growing something from the ground up. So I have created that in my own life and in my own business to revisit that beginner mindset and because I'm starting a new creative endeavor and that's just something that I'm passionate about. So the first thing that you have to remember and you have to remind yourself over and over and over again is to remind yourself that you are new. So don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. Like stop looking around at other yoga teachers who've been teaching for 20 years and being like, well, why are their workshops full? You're comparing your beginning to someone else's middle. And this is a practice of self-study. This is a practice of letting go of attachment. I mean, these are practices that we are, are familiar with on our mats, but we sometimes struggle with in our business. So that's the first thing I really want to remind you all. The second piece here is something that's a little bit more business-minded, for lack of a better way to say that. But when you're starting from scratch, so let's just take an example. I'm just going to take like a random example. When you're starting from scratch and say you are like, I don't like Instagram. It feels toxic. It doesn't feel right for me. I'm tired of battling the algorithm on here. I'm done. I'm moving over to Pinterest. Pinterest is a place where tons of people are looking up meditation, how to create a new moon ritual. How do you do crow? All these different places because Pinterest, spoiler alert, is a search engine. When you Google something, Pinterest comes up sometimes. When you Google something, Instagram does not come up. So if you're making this move, it's a smart move. It's a strategic move. So as you're starting out on Pinterest, this is like in this hypothetical example that I'm giving you here, you want to make sure that you are going into it with a clear mind of what your end goal is. So we're not just hopping onto Pinterest and posting a ton of content to get as many views, as many followers as we possibly can. We're going on there to drive traffic to something else, to whatever it is in your yoga business that you're offering. So maybe you're offering private sessions, maybe you have a course or a membership, maybe you have events, maybe you have a retreat, maybe you have other things, but you wanna pull people off of Pinterest and you wanna prioritize growing an email list and eventually monetizing. So you're driving traffic to either your email list or your website or something different, somewhere where you can communicate with people. So an example of not doing this well would just be posting a video on Pinterest of you doing yoga. You might get a lot of views, you might even get a lot of clicks, but then what? You know, no one's going to then be able to ask you questions, talk to you, look at your offers, nothing. But maybe you offer three different ways that you can modify crow pose. That's just like an example. Three different variations of crow pose. And you make it so that if they click on it, you encourage them to click on it for a downloadable version of that. So you show it to them in a video and you say, click here if you want to print this out or click here for three more variations or just some kind of call to actions that gives them a little bit more. From there, they can click on the pin and they go to a landing page. They can download whatever it is you promised them and they're added to your email list. That is taking them on a strategic, intentional customer journey that is not just, you know, focusing on growing that follower count. You're actually using that content strategically to work for you. And that pin is going to live out in the world for a lot longer than an Instagram post is. Instagram posts die within 24 hours, you know, maximum. Pins live on for years and years and years. I still have people clicking on my pins from, I mean, 
three years ago, four years ago. So that's just an example. You want to make sure that when you're starting from scratch, you're utilizing what you learned on the platforms that you already had. I mean, whenever I first started on Instagram, I grew a following of 11,000 people with no strategy. So I was never able to monetize that following. That, that following still to this day does not serve me very well because it's basically just random people who are interested in certain pieces of content at the time, but I didn't have anything that I was driving them towards. They just followed me sort of because they were like, this is pretty, I like this, I'm gonna follow you. Now that I'm starting this new endeavor, I've opened up a completely different Instagram. I've prioritized the content that Instagram is prioritizing right now, which is Instagram Reels. And every single piece of content has a call to action to join my email list. Every single one does. Whether it's a download, a video, something different. And my email list has grown. I mean, my Instagram has grown to 600 in a couple of months. And I have almost 100 people on my email list now. And if I had done, think about if I had done that for my yoga business when I first started out. So it's keeping that long game in mind. It's remembering not to compare your beginning to someone else's middle, but also remembering that there is a long game. I mean, if you're in this for the long haul and you're not just trying to make like a quick buck, and if you're in it to make a quick buck, this is not the industry that I recommend for you. Keep the long game in mind and build in sustainable systems to your business. All right, everyone, I hope this was helpful for you. And if you're looking for more tips on content planning and strategy, if that's something that you really feel stressed about and don't really know where to start, definitely go down to the show notes and download my free content planning tutorial training. It's really helpful and I, I love how much you all are enjoying it. But that's it for today. And I hope to see you back here on the Yoga Biz Podcast really soon.